Friends, are you ready to experience prolonged food shortages? They're coming. Global supply chain problems are having a domino effect on everything, especially food production. Farmers aren't able to plant as many crops because fertilizer is scarce and it's expensive. This will cause food shortages when stores run out of the food we have now. After all, food takes time to grow. When farmers don't plant, three months later, we don't eat. That's why you need to get ready now with long-term storage emergency food. It's a perfect hedge against skyrocketing food prices and food shortages. You won't regret having this when you need it, believe me. And today's video is really relevant to what I'm talking about. Right now, you can save $250 on a three-month food kit from MyPatriot Supply. That's right. This is the lowest price in three years to help you fight inflation. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get your $250 savings on this three-month food emergency kit. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Those who know what's coming are getting prepared now. Shouldn't you? Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. 25 years ago, Princess Diana's car crashed inside the Pont de la Alma tunnel in Paris, France. Her lover, Dadi Fayed, died upon impact along with the driver. And even though Diana survived, it took about 40 minutes to get her from the car to the ambulance. The official story was that they were trying to free her from the car. But several witnesses say that Diana was conscious and unobstructed. Photographs show that the back seat of the car was undamaged, and witnesses were pleading with the police to open the door and help her. Once in the ambulance, it took about 40 minutes for them to choose a hospital. And when they finally set off, the ambulance drove at a snail's pace and made several stops, taking about 40 minutes to drive less than four miles. Doctors were turned away. Witnesses were strip searched. Cameras were confiscated. No evidence was gathered. No blood samples were taken. And by 3 a.m., the entire scene was sprayed down with high-pressure water hoses. Mercedes wanted to study the wreckage to see why it failed so badly, but they were denied. Diana's body was taken by the royal family, who had her reproductive organs removed before burying her remains. All 17 cameras along the route of the crash were mysteriously turned off, and all radio police frequencies went down. Witnesses were assaulted and threatened, and there was no investigation. Not until the inquest, 10 years later, which is when most people learned that Diana had penned a note in 1996 saying that someone was going to kill her in a car accident. This note was concealed for six years. At the inquest, experts agreed that Diana would have survived if they had gotten her to a hospital. But the blame was put upon a military-style attack. According to witnesses, a group of motorcycles, along with a white Fiat Uno, worked in concert to crash the car. First, with a blinding flash of light, followed by an explosion from the front tire of the Mercedes. During the inquest, a former MI6 agent described being shown the very same plan in 1992 for a possible MI6 assassination of Slobodan Milosevic and claimed it was MI6 who killed Diana. Because of all this, the inquest ended with the verdict of unlawful killing, blaming her death on the mysterious military hit squad. 
But the mainstream media spun the entire thing to make it sound like it was the paparazzi that caused her to crash, which is demonstrably false. And while there was no investigation into finding the members of this military hit squad, three years later, the alleged driver of the white Fiat, who had ties to MI6, reportedly committed suicide after being found shot twice in the back of the head and burned inside of his car. During the inquest, many things were kept from the jury, such as the fact that Diana's seatbelt was found to be defective and evidence of the car being sabotaged. Interestingly, these things would have brought more suspicion towards Dottie's father, Mohammed Al-Fayed, who, after turning down repeated offers from the French government to provide security, was solely responsible for Diana's security detail. And at the last minute, had them leave their security detail in front of the hotel as a decoy and take a different car, a car that was recently stolen, broken, repaired, and never checked by security. Left with only one security guard, they were also assigned a new driver. Henri Paul, who had no chauffeur permit, was tied to foreign intelligence services, was seen on camera signaling to someone just before setting off, had received over 50,000 francs the day of the crash. And this was all under the watch of Mohammed Al-Fayed, who was deeply connected to the intelligence community. He was business partners with one of Lee Harvey Oswald's handlers and represented the grandfather of Mohammed Atta. But none of that was mentioned during the inquest. Instead, with the help of pop culture agents such as Howard Stern and Piers Morgan, Mohammed Al-Fayed has provided the world with the cover story that Diana was pregnant with Dottie's child and Prince Philip had her killed because he's racist. Which seems like a strange cover story. That is, if you don't realize that the entire thing was a satanic ritual. Rituals are meant to be witnessed and the death of Diana is steeped in satanic ritual. The royal family, originally known as the Sachs coburg gotha bloodline, changed their name to Windsor to sound more British. Their inbred family is traced back to Vlad the Impaler, otherwise known as Dracula. And with several proud Nazis in the family, including Prince Philip, the royal family is obsessed with pagan ritual and all things occulted. According to the carefully planned breeding of royal bloodlines, the marriage between Diana and Charles was for the Merovingian ancestry of Lady Diana to be seeded into the royal family. Diana was well aware of this and referred to herself as the Windsor Broodmare. They were married at St. Paul's Cathedral, owned by the royal family and built upon the site of a Roman temple dedicated to the goddess Diana. According to occult beliefs, the goddess Diana was Lucifer's consort, and on August 13th, 1313, they produced a magical daughter named Aradia. In Freemasonry, this same trio is known as Osiris, Isis, and Horus. This same ritual is shown in the Roman Polanski film Rosemary's Baby, where the innocent virgin is unknowingly recruited by a satanic cult to mate with Lucifer and spawn a child. After the birth of Prince William, Diana became a threat to the family. She had major influence and used it to shine a light on the family's powerful interests, such as the endless war machine. Her life was being threatened, and she told several friends that the family was going to kill her. 
Less than a month before her death and after a series of affairs, Diana started seeing family friend Dottie Fayed. And on August 31st, the satanic ritual sacrifice date for the goddess Diana, Diana of Wales was driven out of the way past an ancient Egyptian obelisk and into a tunnel named in dedication to the goddess Diana. Inside this tunnel, Diana's Mercedes crashed into the 13th pillar, where she was kept to bleed to death above a known ancient Merovingian underground chamber for the ritual blood sacrifice worship to the goddess Diana. This is the religion of the world's elite. Prince Philip said he would like to be reincarnated as a deadly virus to wipe out humanity. His underling, Maurice Strong, co-founded the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab. And Prince Charles, who brags of being related to Dracula, co-founded the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Initiative. These are the leaders of the so-called New World Order. These monsters are the best that they have. Hi, Steve here. This could be the last video I ever really need to do to help people understand, even though it is a horrifying reality. It's still the truth. The reality is that whether you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, the truth is God is not the ruler of this world now. He is sovereign, but he's not in control of this world right now. If you don't believe me, Mr. and Mrs. Christian, then maybe you'll believe the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the one who said it, not me. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. I will not be talking with you much longer because the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me. And about judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. When Jesus came to this earth, he faced a series of tests from Satan. One of those was Satan's offer to receive the kingdoms of the world without going to the cross. Satan told Jesus, I will give you all this domain and this glory for it's been handed over to me and I give it to whoever I wish. Satan took possession of this domain and its glory by man's sin when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God and follow Satan. The offer that he presented to Jesus was real, but Jesus answered him, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Very soon in the near future, Satan will share his authority with the Antichrist because he advances his agenda. The Apostle Paul said he's the God of this world and the prince of the power of the air. And John told us that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. He personally attacked Adam and Eve, Job, David, Joshua the high priest, Judas, Peter, and of course, even Jesus. And he continues to attack God's people today with his deception and his well-developed strategies of warfare. And the reality is, humanity is living in an evil age under the dominion of Satan, whose sphere of influence is called the domain of darkness. That's why they call their groups secret societies, because they carry out their evil in darkness, in the hidden things they do. But as Christians, we have victory in Christ. At the moment we trust Jesus as our Savior, God rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So why are things getting so difficult for believers in these last days? Simple, 
because we will not bow our knee to Satan, and he has no dominion over us anymore, no control over spirit-filled born-again believers. Like the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians, Satan has no hold over you anymore because Jesus finished his purpose by giving us a new nature called the righteousness of God. We're no longer condemned. And like the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 6, we're free from sin. We've been delivered from the power Satan had over us. Paul described to the church in Philippi the difference between believers and people of this world. He said, For I have often told you, and now say again with tears, that many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is in their shame. And they are focused on earthly things. I want to say this again to all believers in Christ. There is no pre-tribulation rapture, as I've said many times in past videos. There is a catching away, as Paul told us about in Thessalonians and Corinthians, but it's not going to be before all of chapter 6 of Revelation has been fulfilled. The reason why? Peter told us why. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. There are people who still need to be set free from the power that Satan holds over them. Just because you're outside looking in at the prisoners doesn't mean God wants you to turn and run away from them and forget them. Yes, this world is evil and wicked and brutal, but remember what the Apostle Peter said? Above all, be aware of this. Scoffers will come in the last days, scoffing and following their own evil desires, saying, where is his coming that he promised? Ever since our ancestors fell asleep, all things continue as they have been since the beginning of creation. They deliberately overlook this. By the word of God, the heavens came into being long ago, and the earth was brought about from water and through water. Through these, the world of that time perished when it was flooded. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are stored up for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Jude said, but you, dear friends, remember what was predicted by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They told you in the end time, there will be scoffers living according to their own ungodly desires. These people create divisions and are worldly, not having a spirit. Do you know what a scoffer is? Scoffer is an expression of scorn, derision, or contempt. Someone who mocks the things of God and those who trust him. The world hates us because Satan hates us. Jesus told us that in the last days you will be hated by all nations because of my name. It will be a frightening time when the people of this world are able to see that it's Satan who rules their lives and is more wicked and heartless than they can ever imagine. That's why I go against almost every preacher in America who are still telling their congregations things are going to get better. We've always had cycles like this in this country, but it'll get better. Good people are disheartened by the wickedness they see every day. We're discouraged, we're depressed, and we keep hoping that someone will deliver us. There is no man on this earth that will deliver us. When you finally understand that you can redirect your attention on the Lord Jesus Christ, things change. For us, the Christians in this world, the good news is the Lord Jesus will bring everything to a final conclusion. 
Wickedness will not have forever as they believe. The injustices and the godlessness will be brought to an end. Enoch, the first prophet, said in the very first chapter, he wrote, And behold, he comes with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all, and to destroy all the ungodly, and to convict all flesh of all the works of their ungodliness, which they have ungodly committed, and of all the hard things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him, Jesus. Jude actually quoted Enoch. He said it was about these that Enoch in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied, look, the Lord comes with tens of thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly concerning all the ungodly acts that they have done in an ungodly way and concerning all the harsh things ungodly sinners have said against him. These people are discontented grumblers living according to their desires. Their mouths utter arrogant words, flattering people for their own advantage. But you, dear friends, remember what was predicted by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They told you, in the end time, there will be scoffers living according to their own ungodly desires. Jesus is opening the seals, and when we see the fourth seal opened, you'll notice there was a pale green horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following after him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, by famine, by plague, and by the wild animals of the earth. With today's population, that would mean that Death and Hades would be given authority over about two billion people. But in the end, God will even deal with them. Death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. Then the one seated on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. He also said, write, because these words are faithful and true. Then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will freely give to the thirsty from the spring of the water of life. The one who conquers will inherit these things, and I will be his God and he will be my son. But the cowards, the faithless, detestable murderers, sexually immoral sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their share will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood or lying. If you're looking for hope, go down in the description box below and click on that link that I leave to a page with a simple prayer to help you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. We are nearing the beginning of sorrows, and the end of sorrows is ahead. Choose life. Think about it.